coverage today until 6 o'clock on ESPN 950 and 102.7 FM. Nationals were up 6-0 last night, but Max Scherzer hit his home run first time in his major league career. Following that, he was taken out of the game because of spasm in his neck. Washington would go on to lose the game 7-6. They play in game three of their series versus the Marlins tonight. Coverage starts at 6.30 on ESPN 950, 102.7. Richmond lost in Portland 4-3. The Squirrels gave up all three runs in the bottom of the seventh inning. Game two of that series is tonight. Former Virginia Tech Hokey Cam Chancellor has reached a three-year, $36 million extension with the Seahawks. Chancellor is in his eighth year in Seattle. You're up to date now on the Richmond Sports Center at 1 o'clock the time. Live from Washington Redskins Training Camp, Mitchell Bradley on ESPN 950 and 102.7 FM. You're listening to live exclusive coverage from Washington Redskins Training Camp on ESPN 950 and 102.7 FM. We're also streaming live at ESPNRichmond.com and on the ESPN 950 app, available for your Android and iPhone. This is the Buzz and Ned's Wheel Barbecue Midday Show with Matt and Andrew. Buzz and Ned's Wheel Barbecue, just a few blocks from training camp. Stop by for award-winning hickory smoked barbecue ribs, chicken, and signature pulled pork sandwiches. Voted best barbecue in the city of Richmond, the state of Virginia, and soon to be the South. 1119 North Boulevard, 8205 West Broad Street, or online at buzzandneds.com. Hour number two of the Midday Show, ESPN 950, 102.7 FM. Matt Josephs, Andrew Wallace here. Thanks to George Wallace for joining us. And we were uh, going down memory lane as we approach uh, Fan Appreciation Day coming up on Saturday. Of Favorite Fan Appreciation Days in the past, Andrew, whether it was the giant rainstorm or the many, many uh, thousands who were here for those things. I'll say this. If you're planning to come down to Fan Appreciation Day, I'd get here early. Get here as soon as you can. Because there will be a line here. And uh, it will be long. And it'll be the day that everybody... Look, if you don't... Here's the thing. So they do things on Fan Appreciation Day, but they also do kind of close to the same stuff on a normal day. Yeah, they throw stuff in the crowd occasionally. The cheerleaders are here. Larry Michael MCs some things. So, like, don't feel bad if you can't make it down here for Fan Appreciation Day because they still do stuff on other days. I feel like some people come down here because it's a title. It's Fan Appreciation Day, and they feel like they have to be here. You really don't have to be here if you want to see things and get autographs and have special stuff happening. It is a cool atmosphere, though, and the parking is the main concern. Just get here early and park, and you'll you'll be good to go. But I think the atmosphere is one of the best of the entire camp experience, so it's one of the highlight days in terms of Matt being correct. that It's kind of a name thing, but at the same time, there are other aspects of that day that really enhance it. Uh, practice begins that day at one thirty. All the festivities and stuff that goes on is before that. So um, if you're just wanting to do the festivity stuff, you come down, and then you'll leave uh, before practice. Um, but everything starts at 1.30 with terms of the practice, and then the stuff that happens beforehand is what happens beforehand. And, of course, we'll be here, and Greg will be here, and we'll have some shows on Saturday for Fan Appreciation Day. They've got that day off coming up on Friday. And ironically, uh, we've got the uh, Nats game on Friday. Friday afternoon Nats game as they begin a series in Chicago against the Cubs. I was just talking to uh, George about the fact that uh, that series could see Eric Fetty, uh, Tanner Roark, and Gio Gio Gonzalez. That would be crazy. I mean, it's look, I don't want to be a pessimistic Nats guy at this point in the year, but George made a really good point as he was leaving us. Kind of concerning that the fact that there's been a few injuries and it seems like the Nationals are really content with their lead in their division. So they 
appear to be coasting, but and that's something we've seen them do in the past. I said in response to that, oh man, it'd be pretty sad to see like a Dodgers Nationals NLCS because those are just like two two teams that can't get over the hump. They just can't quite figure it out. But obviously by default one of them would have to win in that situation. Although it would be Nats versus whoever would win the Central, which would probably be the Cubs. So that'd be kind of a rough intro to the playoffs for D.C. if they don't really get it together and try and find some momentum to end the season. Uh, 6220950 is the phone number. 6389508 is the text line. Tweet me at midmajormat at AWOL ESPN. Uh, a couple of headlines across the country. Uh, Sterling Shepard, the Giants wide receiver, carted off at practice today. Um, Jordan Raynan said he's in serious pain, did not look good. Adam Schefter tweeted an ankle injury for Sterling Shepard, who said it does not look encouraging. So um, that's news out of Giants camp. Um, uh, the other news out of Dolphins camp, Isaiah Ford has a meniscus has meniscus damage in his knee. He's getting a second opinion to see if he needs surgery, and if he does, unfortunately he'll spend his rookie year on injured reserve. So that's uh, tough news for the former Hokie. Um, they're still waiting a word on uh, Ezekiel Elliott if he's going to get suspended. Uh, the league kind of dragging their feet a little bit on that. I don't think they want to ruin Jerry's big day. Is it, Jerry's one of the guys going to the Hall of Fame this year, right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. want to ruin Jerry's big day. Maybe they'll wait until afterwards. We don't want his facelift to get all injured or anything. And, you know, you don't want his face to melt before he's on national TV when he's got his speech and yada, yada, yada. And he'll, he'll love to ham it up. He will make it an entertaining show, that's for sure. Uh, a report out of Philadelphia says Alshon Jeffrey may miss the first game for the Eagles. Nothing serious but a shoulder injury. They're playing it, uh, coy, uh, taking it easy with him, and I think you're going to see a lot of teams do that. Any sort of veterans who have nicks and bruises, you'll see them kind of take it easy, much like the Redskins are with the guys that who are injured or were injured yesterday. There's plenty of guys for the Redskins yesterday. You saw Spencer Long, who threw up during practice. He sat out. That was precautionary. Then you have Morgan Moses, who had heat exhaustion. He sat out. He was out there today. And then Sue Cravens wasn't even in pads. He just had a jersey on over a T-shirt and was wearing a backwards hat. He's having some hamstring tightness, which is the theme. There's a lot of guys who are having some problems with their hemi right now, including Jameson Crowder, who will not return until tomorrow. Maurice Harris will be back tomorrow as well. Jordan Reed with his toe down in Charlotte. That's a little banged up. He saw a specialist. So he will return whenever they get that straight. And then the last one, Martrell Spate with some hamstring ties. A lot of guys with hamstring issues. Well, I think that's the I think that's the where the um that's where um that's where uh, stuff happens when you're just getting onto the football field, um, just going on the football field. And uh, I think that's usually where the issue is, is in terms of yeah. you know, stretch right, your hamstring starts to you know, tighten up maybe a little bit. So, um, well, plus you have the aspect of these guys really, they've been working out in the offseason, but they haven't really maybe done it as an organized fashion. They haven't been going at it as frequently. So and it's hot out here. So there's a lot of factors. And the other news story, too, outside of Redskins training camp is, Pro Bowl running back Jay Ajayi got a concussion today during practice. So he was hit really hard during a full contact practice yesterday. And today they diagnosed him with a concussion. So he's in concussion protocol. So that would be huge if that was to translate. Obviously, that will be most likely figured out by the time the regular season. Right. Runs and, and, uh, and of course, that's something you don't want to hear during. That's what they, you know, we talked to. Who was it? Um. One of the guests we had up here, oh, Charlie Cassidy, that the players wanted less practice and they mm-hmm. wanted to make it less, you know, stressful in practice. And, of course, that's the one thing you don't want to hear is um, 
that uh, somebody's getting a concussion because these practices, you know, teams like to go easy in, in terms of, uh, you know, trying not to hit each other, trying not to Vontez perfect anybody. And if you, uh, you, you know, you follow Twitter or you're online, look up the video from uh, Bengals practice yesterday. Vontez perfect uh, tackled Giovanni Bernard, who just came off of uh, the pup list and is dealing with some leg issues and in- in- injuries from last year. Well, first uh, play for him was a uh, tackle low. Now, Gio was fine, but it caused a scuffle. The the running backs coach was screaming at Vontez Perfect and de- just another person who may or may not be a big fan of the linebacker. Yep, and the last piece of information across the league, Dominique easily tore his ACL for the Rams, a defensive tackle who would really help that, that pass rush out and the run-stuffing ability on the nose. He's 25. He's had a lot of knee injuries over the course of his career, and he certainly could have been very helpful to Aaron Donald, who kind of leans on other guys but also has this great individual skill set and can get it done by himself. But anytime you lose a body like easily, it could affect the way the Rams go about things on that defensive front. Uh, 6220950 is the phone number, 6389508 is the text line. Tweet us at midmajormat at AWOL, ESPN at ESPN. Richmond, don't forget Bob Black will come up at 2 o'clock. He'll be on till 4. Greg, 4-6, to six, and he's got Josh Doxson in the tent uh, later on after practice. So we'll hear from the heralded wide receiver. He will uh, talk to Greg after practice. Other headlines, there's not really too much going on. Um, uh, Carmelo Anthony says that he will only change his no-trade cause for uh, the Houston Rockets. Oh, boy. So that's going to keep going. And the Somehow. Colin Kaepernick story, unfortunately, keeps coming up. The uh, Ravens owner is resistant to Kaepernick, according to Diana Rossini, that Ozzie Newsom and the head coach are both interested in Kaepernick. But Makes owner, sense, though. Makes sense. The owner is not interested with, uh, with doing that. And the Phillies announced today that Pete Rose will not be taking part in Alumni Weekend due to uh, recent events. Hmm. Um, and uh, Rose had been voted on by the fans to go in the Wall of Fame, but then there's an Outside the Lines report that alleges Rose had a sexual relationship with a woman before she turned into six, turns to 16 years old, so the Phillies are kind of distancing themselves from from Pete Rose, who doesn't need any more negative headlines. I was about to say that. I don't, I don't even feel bad for him at this point. This dude's just all over the place. Yeah, so um, that's what's uh, going on across the league. So let's take a timeout. Coming up after the break, we will check in Seattle, see what's going on up in Seattle. Curtis Crabtree of KJR will join us. We will talk about all sorts of issues in the offseason that this team went through. Uh, he will join us next. You're listening to ESPN 950, 102.7 FM. This is Buzz from Buzz and Ned's Real Barbecue, reminding you that our Hickory Smoke Barbecue is ready and right around the corner. The following update is for drivers who pay too much for car insurance due to DUIs, DWIs, tickets, or anything else. By now, you know all too well that SR22 Auto Insurance is way more than you'd ever want to pay. You probably thought you didn't have a choice, but you were wrong. Our company specializes in low-cost, very affordable SR22 Auto Insurance for high-risk drivers. We know that mistakes happen, so take pride in being able to offer absolutely free quotes for this very affordable auto insurance meant specifically for you, the overpaying high-risk driver. We're standing by at 800-749-2984. The only thing you need to do is stop waiting around while your monthly payments stay as high as they are. Our knowledgeable representatives are ready for your call at 800-749-2984. The quote is free, and we'll even handle the filings so you could start saving money every month even sooner. Call 800-749-2984. 
That's 800-749-2984. Once more, 800-749-2984. Have you been thinking about trying Viagra or Cialis? If you're paying $20 a pill for Viagra, you're being taken to the cleaners. Our pill delivers the exact same results for less than $2. Save more than $16 a pill for the same results. Get 50 blue or 50 yellow pills for just $99. You save more than $500. Ordering is fast and easy with your pills delivered to your door in an unmarked package. Call us right now, 800-404-0144, 800-404-0144. This report is brought to you by Compassion International. Never thought of yourself as a hero. That's what you'll be for a child in poverty when you become a sponsor with Compassion International. To find out how you can release a child from poverty right now, go to Compassion.com radio. If you have unpaid tax debt to the IRS that you can't pay, please hear this special notice. Specially approved IRS relief programs designed to aid delinquent taxpayers are now in effect that can significantly improve your financial situation. Depending on your circumstances, you may qualify to have your tax problem resolved in your favor and may even have your back taxes reduced by thousands or eliminated entirely. A relief hotline has been established by Community Tax for you to call and see if you qualify at 800-894-0306. If you owe the IRS back taxes that you can't afford to pay, don't let the IRS trick you into thinking you have no way out. Our highly accredited tax professionals will let you know what you qualify for and how much you can save. We may be able to stop all all liens, garnishments, levies, and save you thousands. Call and see if you qualify for this taxpayer relief at 800-894-0306. 800-894-0306. That's 800-894-0306. Community Tax. Who's your tax guy? Well, Greeny, we're halfway through another baseball season, and we're really seeing some players who stand out as winners. Kind of like business travelers who win at business by staying at La Quinta Inns and Suites. That's because you can put your La Quinta Returns loyalty points to work on the spot with instant free nights. Just drive up with no reservation and instantly redeem points for a free night that same night simply by using the La Quinta app. It's like hitting a grand slam with an app instead of a bat. Well played. Prepare to win at business by learning more about instant free nights and check out the summer rates at LQ.com. Right now at the Home Depot, Ortho Bug Begone 32 ounce concentrate, ready to spray, or 10 pound bag is your choice, two for just 10 bucks. There's no magic to making bugs disappear, but there is Bug Begone. It'll knock out over 100 types of insects for fewer pests in your lawn and more money in your pocket. Start your own disappearing act with Ortho Bug Begone, your choice, two for just 10 bucks, only at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Vowed through August 2nd while supplies last to us only. The Big Apple hosts Sunday Night Baseball as the Mets face the Dodgers. Pre-game coverage starts at 7, first pitch at 8 on ESPN 950 and 102.7 FM. Live from Washington Redskins training camp, this is the Buzz and Ned's Real Barbecue Midday Show with Matt and Andrew. On ESPN 950 and 102.7 FM. Welcome back. Midday show presented by Buzz and Neds. Two locations, 1119 North Boulevard or the newest location, 8205 West Broad Street in the West End. We are about to do our opponent preview, efforting one Curtis Crabtree from KJR Sports. Um, and look, if you've followed this show, whether it's been Andrew with us or Sean or whoever was my co-host, we've always done the opponent previews in order. And I've never had many issues getting uh, people on. But uh, we're going to jump around a little bit these next couple of days. And we'll get to everybody who's on the Redskins schedule. But uh, we've done through week four. The bye week is week five. 
Uh, week number nine, the Washington Redskins, after playing the Cowboys at home in week eight, will fly out to Seattle to take on the Seattle Seahawks. It is Sunday, November 5th, a 4.05 start time uh, in week number nine. And um, let's see here. You are listening to live exclusive coverage from Washington Redskins training camp on ESPN 950 and 102.7 FM. Uh, We are efforting Curtis Crabtree. That is the correct number. The one I sent you because I just texted him and he said he was okay. Um, So uh, Curtis Crabtree will be joining us momentarily from uh, KJR and uh, the Redskins as we have it right now. Uh, Andrew and I have them at two and two. Um, has them at one and three. And uh, as we look at this next little stretch here, and the Redskins' schedule is broken down on the, on the website by fours, and you've got the first four games, then the next four, which is what we're currently into, the second quadrant, um, um, the second quadrant of the uh, of uh, phone numbers. Uh, you've got the 49ers in week six. You've got uh, the Eagles on the road in week seven. And uh, the Cowboys are uh, week eight. Uh, Seattle is week nine. So that's kind of a tough little group of um, of games right there. And then you've got the next group. You've got uh, Minnesota, New Orleans, the Giants, and the Cowboys again. And then the final foursome is the Kit Jar- Chargers, Cardinals, Broncos, and Giants. We are, you know, kind of breaking down the schedule, and you have to do it in foursomes. And uh, so the first four is kind of a tough one. But as we've looked at, you know, they've got – the Rams and they've got the Eagles, two games that the Redskins presumably should be better than their opponent. Um, and then you've got the two games against the AFC West. I was looking in Athlon Magazine, and Athlon Magazine was breaking down schedules, and you kind of look over like which the divisions these uh, t- the teams are playing. And the NFC East is playing the AFC West, and they're playing the NFC West. So you you sit there and you say, um, uh, you sit there. Uh, and you look over everything, and, um, you know, they got the Thursday night games, they've got some Monday night games, they've got some other things, and, um, you know, we'll see what happens with regards to the Redskins. We'll see what happens with regards to the Redskins in terms of the schedule. Um, you know, this team's got to start fast, and it's got to keep working through um, th- these situations. I'm excited for this game. I think it's going to be a really interesting game. You obviously have a few local connections, although it's on the road. So I'm really intrigued to see see if the Redskins can do well in their battle with the Seattle Seahawks. So week nine, it, it is uh, the Redskins at the Seahawks, a 4:05 kickoff on Sunday, November 5th. Joining us now from KJR is Curtis Crabtree. Curtis, how's it going? Good. How's it? What's going on back there? Good, Curtis. Uh, we certain we've had an interesting off season, but probably not as interesting as you guys with all these big picture stories. Um, let's start out with the news that came out in the off season about the relationship between some of the defensive players and Russell Wilson. You cover the team. Have you seen any of that dynamic? Well, I think just in general, at times when you have a defense that's been as dominant as Seattle's defense has been. And then stretches where Seattle's offense can struggle, particularly early last season when Russell Wilson was injured. They only scored three points in a loss at Los Angeles against the Rams. Um, There's certainly situations like that where, you know, you can kind of equate it to, for instance, maybe the pitcher who only gives up one or two runs a game, but their offense can't score. Like at some point, you know, you would think that that person would gain a little bit of resentment towards the other half of the football team. And I think that's probably – 
what happened there more so than anything else. Now, how much of an issue is it? It's tough to say. I mean, Seattle's been able to win a playoff game each of the last five seasons, uh, regardless of any potential issues that the offense would have lagging behind the performance of the defense. And ultimately, you know, they're still a really talented football team to where they should be good enough to overcome most of those situations. But certainly there seems to be some some rumblings there for sure. Uh, there's, you know, whispers. I'd, I'd heard of it last year as well before all these stories came out. You know, the Seth Wickersham story, for instance, from ESPN, the magazine. Um, but it's certainly something they're going to have to deal with one way or the other. The question is how big of an issue is it to them actually playing on the field? And I think that's a, I think that's a bigger issue, and, and it's tougher to say. Uh, how about the rumblings in the offseason about them trying to trade Richard Sherman? Was there anything to that? Yeah, there absolutely was. I mean, both head coach Pete Carroll and general manager John Schneider basically said openly, yeah, well, we'll listen to anything and made sure to tell it to the media to where it was going to get broadcast far and wide that, hey, they're listening to offers for Richard Sherman. Um, so absolutely it was something that they were – at least willing to entertain. Now, they weren't going to give the guy away. They they were in no position where they needed to feel like they were backed into a corner to do so. But just the fact in general that they were potentially considering being open to a trade of an all-pro cornerback whose contract isn't prohibited when he's right in the middle of his, his, uh, uh, his prime as a player, it kind of speaks to the issues that he had last year with the team when he was blowing up at coaches multiple times on the sidelines, criticizing the offensive play calling after games, and basically through um, kind of just uh, you know collateral damage, throwing some of his teammates under the bus by saying he didn't trust them to get it done in the passing game near the goal line. So uh, certainly there, there's reasons for that, and I, it was absolutely legitimate that they were at least willing to listen to offers for him. We love to go with the local angle whenever we have a chance to, and this time it's a national storyline. Cam Chancellor, former Hokie, former Virginia Tech guy, signs a three-year extension for $36 million, 25 of that guaranteed. So he's going to stay in Seattle and continue his career there for at least, at the very minimum, a decade. It's always a great sign to, to hear that. Yeah, and ultimately when it came down to two years ago when he was holding out from the team, the Seahawks just were not – ever going to budge on their stance that they were not going to rip up a contract with three years remaining. Michael Bennett at the same time was frustrated with his contract, but he didn't hold out like Chancellor did. And Bennett ultimately got his new deal last December after he continued to play at a high level. Chancellor got his yesterday after continuing to play at a high level. It's the way Seattle wants to do business in this era of football with the CBA the way it is, that they're just not going to rip up a contract with more than a year left on it. But if you continue to play and produce and you're a member of their core uh, and, uh, you know, can really continue to put high-level high performances out there, they've shown time and time again that they're willing to take care of you when the time comes. I really can't think of too many high-risk, high-reward signings in the offseason, such as the Eddie Lacy edition. He obviously has proven in Green Bay that he can be absolutely spectacular, untackleable. He can just be dominant. And he's also proven that he's – can be overweight, he can be banged up, he can just not fit in with a group that really has had need for running game in Green Bay. So you add him to Seattle, what do you make of the addition of Eddie Lacy? Yeah, I don't know if I'd call it high risk because Seattle's running game had struggled and, and was injured itself a year ago just in its own right. I mean, you had C.J. Prosize, a guy who they love as a, as a draft pick last year, and he was injured four different times last year from OTAs to, to – mini camps to 
training camp in the regular season. So he couldn't stay healthy. Thomas Rawls basically had a second season where he had to deal with some kind of a fracture in his leg. So they needed depth at the position as much as anything, too. They want to get recapture some of their bruising rushing identity that they've lost in the post-Marshawn Lynch era, and they're hoping that he can bring that. And they look back to the first couple games he had last year in Green Bay, the first five, five or six weeks last year before the ankle injury he had really kind of ended his season, and he was really pretty productive over that stretch. So they don't want him to be felt. They're perfectly fine with him being rather large. There's obviously a threshold there where he goes too far, but they, they don't want him to be um, you know underweight, they want him to be a big bruising running back, and I think that that's kind of the thought process that went into signing him in the first place. Make sure to follow Twitter at Curtis underscore Crabtree. Check him out on Sports Radio KJR. Um, Curtis, we've gone uh, into this interview, and uh, we'll talk about Russell Wilson now. Uh, where do you expect his growth to be, and how is he entering this coming season? Yeah, I mean, the biggest thing for him has got to be just his health, the fact that he was so beat up a year ago, and it was pretty clear that he never truly fully got back to full strength at any point last season. Um, he was dealing with, uh, you know, he had the uh, knee injury, the uh, ankle injury when Ndamukong Sue accidentally this time stepped on his ankle in the opener against Miami. The knee injury when he couldn't get away from a, a 49ers linebacker in week three. And those just kind of lingered throughout the season, not to mention that those kind of led to him having a strange pectoral muscle at one point, which isn't great for a quarterback to have to deal with either. Um, so he was banged up all last season. And, you know, the biggest thing he's going to need to kind of improve on this year is uh, the, the availability of being healthy all throughout the season. Obviously, he played all last year despite those injuries. But staying healthy is going to be a big thing. And there's still points of his game where he needs to get better at, particularly he's never going to grow. So he's not going to be taller than 5'11". So he's still going to have trouble seeing over the middle of the field at times. Um, you know, but his accuracy is usually pretty good. The biggest thing he tends to struggle with from time to time is because he's so athletic, he can run himself into sacks. And not that Seattle's offensive line was a juggernaut, because they clearly weren't a year ago, but at times he was running himself into sacks just as much as they were struggling to protect him. And it's, you know, the nature of a mobile quarterback, a guy who feels like he can get away and escape at all times, but it's And we might have lost Curtis there. We'll work on trying to get him back. I got you, you back. I got you back. I got you back. You can continue. You can pick up where you're talking. We lost you oh, when you're. Oh, I was just saying that he runs himself into trouble as much as uh, the offensive line can tend to, you know, let him down from time to time. So ultimately, their ability, his ability to be a little bit better managing a pocket and so forth that's going to be something rather uh, important for him. What about the off-the-field storyline? As an outsider, it's kind of tough to formulate an opinion on it because you hear some reports saying there's some internal conflict. You hear other things that are discussing about in regards to them getting along great. So what do you make about that? Uh, I, again, it kind of goes back to the earlier point where how much does it actually affect them when it comes time to play games on the field? You're never going to have 90 guys in a locker room all like each other and get along swimmingly. It's just not realistic. You take a 90-man subset of any part of the population of this country, and you're going to have people that don't get along within it. Now, ultimately, some of the issues with uh, Wilson are obviously legitimate, and you know it was rumblings we heard of a year ago and stuff, too. Um, certainly the defense, at least Richard Sherman, has vocalized it himself. 
that it is still a sour point to members of that defense that, you know, the Super Bowl ended the way it did. But ultimately, he's still one of the top ten quarterbacks in this league. He's not going anywhere. Quarterbacks do get deferential treatment when they're as good as Russell Wilson can be. It's just the reality of the situation. And Michael Bennett, you know, has said as much this offseason as well. So um, I think it's a matter of does it actually impede their performance on the field at any point? When it comes down to it, this is a really good football team, and they play really good football. Um, you saw it took them several years before they lost a game by more than 10 points with Russell Wilson at quarterback. They, they're in just about every single game they play. They're a competitive team, and I don't think that's going to wane just because there might be some, some people in the, in the locker room who don't always get along and see eye to eye on everything. Let's talk about another guy who was a, a revelation last year, C.J. Procise. Uh, he's got some local ties to the area. Uh, what do you see his role being with uh, Lacey and Rawls already being there? Well, he's the guy that they can split out split out wide. He's got experience as a receiver in his past as well. He can run an entire route tree, which is something that they were really intrigued by. The fact that he can be a part of their passing game as much as their running game um, that's the thing that they love about his abilities, and they're really uh, kind of excited by it. The problem was he had a hip flexor in OTAs last year. He had a hamstring strain during uh, the offseason and through training camp. He broke a bone in his wrist in the season opener against Miami and then had a fractured clavicle end of season against Philadelphia around week 10 or 11. I think he only appeared in six games last year. So his biggest thing is he needs to be on the field. And he started the first two days of training camp this year out with a sickness. He was uh, had a stomach issue that was bothering him after he supposedly ate something that didn't sit right. Um, but he got back to practice yesterday. So the biggest thing for him is he just needs to be on the field. The talent's there. They are, you know, they love what he can do when he's um, available and 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 putting putting his his ability to use. But the biggest thing he needs to do is just stay on the field. And if he's able to do that, there's no reason he can't be a big part of this offense. Wrapping up with uh, Curtis Crabtree of KJR Radio out in Seattle. Uh, we ask all of our beat reporters about the uh, Vegas win total. Seattle's got a high one, ten and a half for the season. You like the over or the under? Uh, I like the I like the line. I like the line's a really good line. Um, ten and a half is a pretty good peg to, to throw out there. I think I would lean over more so just from the fact that I think the division's pretty poor uh, around them, and they should be able to get some wins against San Francisco. Uh, Los Angeles, even Arizona. If Carson Palmer isn't having a Carson Palmer um, A-plus sort of season, um, you know the Cardinals could be in a position where they aren't as productive as they've been at times. Um, he's such a key cog to them that that should give them uh, Seattle a chance to, to get some wins with inside their division. Um, but Seattle's always knocking on that 10-win door, and I'd probably lean towards probably thinking about 11 wins. 10 or 11 wins is what I would think in my head. So I think that's a good number. I'll lean to the over just for the sake of argument. Make sure to follow him on Twitter at Curtis underscore Crabtree. Check him out on KJR out in Seattle. Curtis, thanks for joining us. We'll check in again uh, before week nine when the Skins take on the Seahawks. Thank you. Sounds good, guys. All right, uh, that is Curtis Crabtree of uh, KJR out in Seattle. So week number nine, Redskins at Seahawks. I know this is kind of just in the middle of nowhere here because it's, you know, we're not doing the schedule in order. But week number nine, Redskins at Seahawks. Andrew, win or loss? It's a loss, man. I think this is just a better team all around. I really like the way that they added Eddie Lacy. I think he has a chance to be one of the more explosive running backs in the league this year. Henny, win or loss? Just so I don't sound like a Washington hater, because every time you ask me, I always say it's a loss. 
I am going to say it's a loss, but just in case if I can't say it, I do have Washington winning against San Francisco and against Dallas at home, just to put it out there. But Seahawks, definitely a L. Okay, uh, that's fine. Uh, I will also say it's a loss. Uh, a tough place to play in Seattle. Um, I think with that in between the Cowboys and the Vikings and some other things, I think the situational play here is always tough to uh, win out in Seattle. So we all have a loss there. Uh, coming up tomorrow, we will do the San Francisco 49ers. Saturday, we have the Minnesota Vikings. And then we're somewhere, if we can find some Cowboys reporter who actually is ready to come on with us. We will talk uh, Cowboys with them and get that game in as well. Uh, it is 1.32 uh, in the afternoon. We'll take you up to 2 o'clock when Bob Black will take over. Let's take a timeout. Coming up, we will hear from Trent Williams out at the podium. He was the speaker after the morning walkthrough. You're listening to ESPN 950, 102.7 FM. You are listening to live exclusive coverage from Washington Redskins training camp on ESPN 950 and 102.7 FM. The Redskins and Authors Electric are two of Central Virginia's great traditions. As a major supporter of the Richmond community, Authors Electric is excited to welcome the Skins back for training camp. Since 1923, Authors Electric has been the source for outdoor power equipment, lawnmowers, saws, trimmers, and blowers. Authors carries quality brands like Toro, Snapper, Steel, Echo, Skag, and Billy Goat. Pairs the brands they sell, and they stock Briggs and Stratton, Kohler, Tecumseh, and Kawasaki parts. Call Authors Electric at 264-2513 or go to AuthorsElectric.com. This is Big Allen. I'm sitting here with the barbecue baron of the boulevard and West Broad, and that's Buzz from Buzz and Ned's Real Barbecue. What kind of ribs do you offer? What's the difference? In Richmond, people prefer the baby back, which mm-hmm. is the comes off the loin side of a pig, which is up top along the back. When you get a loin boned out, you end up with this baby back rib that is just the bones from that loin. But we also do spare ribs. We also do beef ribs. They taste different. They have different textures. You know, we have to have something for everybody. You're still, uh, you still spend time stoking the wood, and you're behind, behind oh, yeah. people can find you at either location. This is a, an artisanal process that has been handed down for generations. Two locations in town, as you know, 1119 North Boulevard, 8205 West Broad Street for Puzzle Nez Real Barbecue. When veterans return to civilian life, they deserve your recognition and support. Help put vets to work by donating your car, truck, or van to Patriotic Hearts. Your tax-deductible donation will support programs to help vets find jobs or even start their own business. For fast, free pickup of your vehicle 24-7, running or not, call 800-523-8850. For 24-hour response, call 800-523-8850. That's 800-523-8850. Local scores and the top headlines. Now to the Richmond Sports Center. Here's Mitchell Bradley. It is 134 live at Redskins training camp. Washington back on the field this afternoon at 3 o'clock when they'll participate in a special teams practice. It's scheduled to go for two hours. Coverage today continues until 6 o'clock on ESPN 950 and 102.7 FM. You'll hear from head coach Jay Gruden live as he addresses the media this afternoon at 2.45 during the sports huddle with Bob Black. Nats a loser last night after leading 6-0. They fall 7-6 in Game 2 versus the Marlins. Game 3 tonight. Coverage starts 6.30 on ESPN 950 and 102.7 
93.7 FM. Richmond looking to rebound from a loss to Portland on Tuesday. Game two of their series is tonight at 7 o'clock. Richmond quarterback Kyle Aletta and James Madison senior quarterback Brian Shore were two of three CAA players named to the 2017 Stats FCS Walter Payton Award watch list today. The one will be announced prior to the 2018 FCS National Championship game January 6th. You're up to date now on the Richmond Sports Center at 135. Mitchell Bradley on the ESPN 950 and 102.7 FM. City Dogs is a proud sponsor of the Washington Redskins training camp live coverage. Heard exclusively on ESPN 950 and 102.7 FM. Are you a parent of a 2-7 to year old? Listen closely for an exciting free radio offer. By now you've probably heard of ABC Mouse, the award-winning and revolutionary online learning program that's changing the lives of early learners everywhere. ABC Mouse is like a little one-on-one teacher. It has helped her so much. Designed by teachers and early childhood learning experts, ABC Mouse seamlessly aligns with what your child is already learning in school. And with over 7,000 learning activities and more than 650 lessons, it's the most comprehensive early learning site on earth. I have been teaching for 13 years, and I've never seen a program like ABC Mouse. It encompasses science, math, reading, social studies. It's just endless what they can learn on ABC Mouse. I've always had to use 20 websites, and now I can just use one. Right now, we're offering a special radio promo to try it free for a month. But you have to go to abcmouse.com slash radio to claim your free month. That's abcmouse.com slash radio, abcmouse.com slash radio. Who doesn't love pizza? Order any menu item online at papajohns.com and receive 30% off with a promo code ESPN950. That's only at papajohns.com. We're the soundtrack for Redskins training camp. The offensive line in general, I think Kirk feels great behind those. Time to go, man. Uh, maybe OTAs and things like that. I have to bring that because I'm a natural born leader. ESPN 950 and 102.7 FM. Live from Washington Redskins training camp, this is the Buzz and Ned's Real Barbecue Midday Show with Matt and Andrew. On ESPN 950 and 102.7 FM. <laughs> Welcome back. Midday show brought to you by Buzz and Ned's Real Barbecue. After every morning walkthrough, uh, a player goes to the podium. That player brought to you by Appomattox River Company, your paddle sports specialist, online paddleva.com. And the trip to the river sounds fantastic with weather like this. Today, it was tackle Trent Williams. Let's hear what the veteran had to say. What have you seen from Junior Gallette when you guys are facing off with each other and kind of the one-on-one battles that you guys do in those drills? Um, a lot of speed, <clears throat> explosive, elusive. I mean, he, it's all the same qualities that made him, you know, one of the best pass rushers in the league. I know it's been a couple of years, but does he seem like he's kind of where he was before the first Achilles or when he first got here? Yeah, you know, it happened so early. We didn't really get a chance to really go against each other, so... I didn't really get a chance to, you know, see him in action two years ago. But, I mean, speaking on today, yeah, he looks the same. It, it seems like when you get your hands on him, that is that the key to kind of neutralizing him? What, what have you found? What are the tricks? Yeah, I mean, I'm bigger than him, so, you know, he he's a smaller guy. So that's the case with most guys. Once you, we can get our hands on him, we're good. But, you know, it's so hard. Following on the junior theme, what – you talk about the explosiveness, but what else makes him maybe a potentially really good pass rusher coming off those Achilles injuries? I mean, he's an eight-year pro, so he's smart. He knows the game. Um, he's been around for a minute, you know, so he knows how to use his, his rush to his advantages. Um, I mean, he's just a really good player. 
Karen, how, how does it help you to have Junior, to have Preston Smith, to have so many different kinds of, of, of quality pass rushers to practice again during camp and, and, and during practice during the it, season? It helps me a lot. It's a change-up, you know. Um, having Preston, we have been Preston, bigger body, you know, probably a little stronger, a little longer. Um, two totally polar opposite types of pass rushers. Um, you know, the, the change-up helps me tremendously. Brent, back here. Uh, you guys, as offensive linemen, are doing the boxing with the gloves and the mitts, are you? Yeah, we do. Uh, I think Coach Tom Sula kind of requires the, def the defensive guys to do it a little more. But, yeah, we all do it. Do you notice any difference since some of the guys have started doing it uh, as far as the way they attack you? I know you haven't even put full pads on yet. Um, I mean, you can just tell Coach, Coach Tom Sula, let's put his mark on all the guys. Um, they're, they're so much more active with their hands and, you know, they're, they're getting off the ball, they're pressing the point. Um, you know, they're, they're very strong and they, they use, they, he's teaching them how to, you know, use your momentum against you. You know, a lot of things he taught Justin Smith back in San Fran, a lot of things he did well. It's kind of shedding on the D-line over here. Trent, between defensive line, offensive line, uh, where, where do you see, I guess, has been making a standout? Do you see any guys, you know, make an impression that a lot of people don't really know about right now? Um, I mean, all the guys are playing well. They're competing, you know, at a high level. I think, uh, I don't know if it's anybody that people don't know about. You know, everybody knows, you know, how good Junior can be. Um, everybody knows how good Jonathan can be, Allen. I think he, he's showing a lot of promise. Uh, Lanier, you know, he, he's, he's bulked up. I mean, even, even Preston. Preston has got a lot stronger, you know, a lot more assertiveness in his moves. Uh, Joy and Boo came back in, in great shape. Uh, he's, he's coming off the rock, you know, pretty violently. I mean, it, it's a number of guys up front who, who I think are in pretty good camp. Trent, this is uh, the start of your eighth season. Uh, I think that's second and ten. You're behind D'Angelo here. How would you describe the first seven years of your career and your time as a Redskin? Uh, it's been pretty much a roller coaster. You know, we've had some great times. We had some bad times. You know, but the good thing about football is every six months it all recycles and starts over. Everybody's on a clean slate. Clean slate. Everybody zero on zero. So uh, we have a lot of talent on this team, and we have a lot of confidence. Trent, uh, uh, DJ Swearinger seems to do a lot of talking, do a lot of talk, and sometimes like guys like Niles Paul will, will respond. Do you ever respond? Do you notice the talking he's doing, and do you notice if it has any effect on the defense or the offense? Um, well, the minute he steps on the field, you can tell he's a vocal leader. And um, he he lets you know he's there <laughs> for everybody. You know, from an offensive standpoint, I mean, he's backing up what, he, what he's talking. So, it ain't like you can call him out on a lot. But, you know, it's quiet out there. Ain't no music. Sometimes you just get tired of hearing it. You just give him a little chatter back. But, I mean, for the most part, it's nice 
It's clean, it's healthy, competitive, and it's what we need. Um, what has stood out for you when you, the whatever, however many times you've gone against Jonathan Allen about him? Um, he's really explosive off the rock, you know, and it's, he learns quick. You know, the couple moves that, that I would do, you know, and it would take defenders, a, you know, a few times to catch on. Um, with him, it only works once, and you got to switch it up. You know, he's, he's extremely strong. So, you know, you have to be very mindful of playing with a good base when playing against him. Um, he's, he knows not to get past quarterback depth, which that's a lot of, a lot of young guys make that mistake. You run them by pretty easy. I was just impressed that when he gets, you know, to the depth of the pocket, he, he turns his rush back into you. And like I said, it's pretty strong. So it's pretty eye-opening. I mean, he's he's making good strides, man, just to be only a professional for a few days. For how many times would you face a rookie who could do all that that soon? <laughs> um, I don't really I don't really recall the first um, us having really any any like highly touted defensive lineman as a rookie to come in. So yeah, so I mean around the league, there's good guys, but you don't you don't really give them a hundred reps or you know basically a, a hundred reps in two days against them. So um, they don't they don't catch on as fast because you they don't have as many times to see it and I. I think that's what impressed me the most because he didn't have to see it that many times before he, he made his changes. You know, your old college teammate, Gerald McCoy, say you were the best left tackle in the game. Now going into your eighth year, when you hear stuff like that and you're considered pretty much at the top of your field, what are the things you're trying to work on in camp in the season? What, what are the technical aspects you still feel like you need to shore up in your game? Um, you know, I mean, obviously it's flattering when anyone of your peers think that, you know, Think enough of you to call you the best at your craft, but to me, I'm 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 grading myself every year, so I don't really lean on outside sources to you know to <laughs> tell me how well or how bad I'm playing. Um, every year, I'm, I'm looking at at my film and I'm looking at a way to get better. I'm not really looking at the things I did well. You know, I'm looking at the things I didn't do so well, and um, I can always be better technically. You know. And you can always play more consistent. You know, that's, that's one of the things in this in this league. Everybody's so good. It's, it's, it's kind of hard to, to play at a high level every play. But, you know, I'm crazy enough to think that I can do it. So I'm going to keep working until till I get there. Hey, Trey, with all the videos and the feature of, of your off-season workouts, how much of that we, we see how grueling, I can't imagine how grueling it is physically, but how much of that is to test mentally when you retirement, not so much about learning. I think the biggest kicker about it all is that you don't have to be there. So any time when you tell me to go up the hill, I had a freedom to walk out you know, anytime I want to. So I think having that, the heart and the, the mental toughness to stay there and go through it day in and day out. <clears throat> I think it definitely makes you tougher mentally, and it gives you confidence in the work that you put in. 
you know, it's probably <clears throat> only maybe 1% of guys who will sit out there and do that on their time off. So, um, for me, it, it gives me confidence. And like you said, it, it lets me focus just strictly on football and not have to come in and get in shape or whatnot. Trent, with the stability that you guys have in the starting five on the offensive line, what's the next step that you guys can take here after the last two seasons, the way you played, that y'all have played as a unit? Um, I think the next step is just probably running the ball more effectively, um, continuing to, to protect Kirk, keep him upright. Um, but I think when we, can, when we can all put our hand in the dirt and move the line of scrimmage and keep, and keep the ball going, downfield on the ground, I think it makes us more effective as an offense. Um, and, and you can control the game. It takes a lot of pressure off the defense. Um, you know, it, and it breaks your opponent mentally when, when you pick up first down at the first down and you, you stay in third and manageable. And, you know, it, it opens up the whole playbook. So for us, I think that next step is just being more consistent and running the ball. Because I think you guys, the last two seasons, second few sacks allowed for a unit, particularly with the running balls you mentioned. What what do you feel has to take for you guys to be more consistent in that area? I mean, it takes a lot, man. Um, you know, running the ball has it, it's a lot more than just the five guys up front. But at the end of the day, we we are the the engine to the car. So um, we you know we can be more consistent. We can we can we can you know with the experience. Everybody, you know, another year in the offense. The the right side really is really young in the center. They're really young, and, and the more experience they get, <clears throat> the better they're going to play. Which is scary because they're already playing at a high level. But I mean, I know from experience that in this league, the more you play, the better you get. Um, so I think it's going to come with time, you know. And hopefully, this season is the time to take that that next step. So. I think I think that's that's about it, man. And you know, some luck, some guys staying healthy. You know, which things you can't control, but you know, we can we can have the ball bounce our way and have all five guys every game. Guys, I think you know that'll help us out. So that was the anchor to Hogs 2.0, Trent Williams. Of course, Washington Redskins live press conferences on ESPN 950 and 102.7 FM are brought to you exclusively by Appomattox River Company, your paddle sports specialist online at paddle. VA.com. We need a quick pause here because we still have to do position battles. So we will come back on the other side and talk about the group that Trent Williams is in the offensive line. The Midday Show presented by Buzz and Ned's Real Barbecue, two original locations, one just a block from training camp, 1119 North Boulevard, or the newest location, 8205 West Broad Street in the West End. We'll be back on the other side of this pause. You are listening to live exclusive coverage from Washington Redskins Training Camp on ESPN 950 and 102.7 FM. Now, a sports reflection from Town Bank. The lifespan of a Major League Baseball is five to seven pitches, which requires 850,000 baseballs a year. Town Bank. This is your town. This is your bank. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Now, a sports reflection from Town Bank. Brett Favre and Peyton Manning are the only pro quarterbacks to achieve victories against all 32 of the league's teams. Town Bank, this is your town. This is your bank. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. For more than 45 years, the Kelleher Heating and Cooling family has built an enviable reputation throughout Central Virginia for installing and maintaining high-quality home comfort systems. Founded in 1968, 
Kelleher HVAC includes three generations of Kelleher's working to serve your home comfort needs. Kelleher developed with a simple mission statement that remains true today. To provide homeowners and small businesses with the finest quality heating and oil, cooling, plumbing, electrical, and generators at a reasonable price. Kelleher's service and installation providers average 28 years of know-how, having earned the highest certifications available. Visit KelleherHVAC.com for more information or call 649-7501 to speak to a representative for an in-home survey of your heating and cooling system. Hi, this is Buzz from Buzz and Ned's Real Barbecue. I know our customers have come to expect the freshest of fresh meat from Buzz and Ned's, but for a yeah. moment, let's talk about old barbecue. I mean, really old barbecue. I already got it set like up. Like when a caveman got to watch some old wild animal get trapped in a forest fire. Sounds gruesome to us, but uh, it was fine dining in that day. If only someone had invented barbecue sauce. The process was probably pretty simple. You want to cut some commercials? Yanked off a hunk of meat, over. threw it directly on the fire. It sat there smoldering Andrew. until it looked ready. Then Sweet. he pulled it off the coals, dusted off a bit, and proceeded to eat away. Thus discovering the first seasoning. Cinders actually smoked. Cinders were too crunchy and never really caught on. Fortunately, this minimalist concept faded when people discovered spice. It wasn't until around 7200 B.C. that men found the star of modern barbecue and domesticated the wild pig, predecessor to a true star here at Buzz and Ned's. Next week on Buzz and Ned's Barbecue Minute, we'll talk about the meaning of real barbecue. Individuals and businesses with tax problems, listen carefully. Do you feel like you're losing control over your finances? If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, we can help you take back control. The IRS is the largest and most aggressive collection agency in the world, and they can seize your bank account, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Take control of your tax problems now by calling the experts at Tax Mediation Services and take advantage of the Fresh Start program and new laws that may allow us to negotiate a settlement for the lowest amount possible. Our team of tax attorneys and enrolled agents can stop collections and get you protected so you can take control of your financial future. Tax Mediation Services is accredited by the Better Business Bureau. Call now for a free case review and a price protection guaranteed quote. Call Tax Mediation Services now at 800-418-0534. Stay tuned for a million bottle giveaway and you'll also receive free shipping. Do you have troubled skin, acne? Well, we have great news. With Proactive, your acne can heal, and you can prevent new breakouts from happening. We're going to let a million people try Proactive risk-free, get two free gifts, and free shipping when you call right now. You heard it. This offer won't last long. Visit GetProactive.com or call 1-800-509-9545. That's 1-800-509-9545. If the Redskins are in Richmond, then we're on the air live from training camp. Listen to live coverage exclusively on ESPN 950, 102.7 FM, and ESPNRichmond.com. Live from Washington Redskins training camp, this is the Buzz and Ned's Real Barbecue Midday Show with Matt and Andrew. On ESPN 950 and 102.7 FM. The Redskins are in the RVA, meaning it's time to break down the big position battles and forecast the team's depth chart. 
All right, we got uh, about two minutes here, so we're going to do one of our easier position. Oh, I'm sorry. We have 90 seconds now, according to Mitchell. Uh, so we're going to do one of the easier ones. Andrew, we'll do tight end. Listen, this one's relatively easy. Uh, Jordan Reed is going to make the team. Niles Paul, Vernon Davis. Uh, and then you've got Jeremy Sprinkle and Derek Carrier. Sprinkle to the practice squad. Carrier will get cut. Yes, which, you know, it's tough because it's a good uh, tight end group. Derek Carrier would have a role normally, but, I mean, look at what's in front of him. So I don't necessarily think that Derek Carrier's got a role on this team. Now. And don't forget about Manessa Gardner. Manessa he'll, he'll Gardner. Get, he'll get cut, too, as well. And, yeah, I agree with you. Jeremy Sprinkle will make the practice squad. We will get into the offensive linemen tomorrow. We need a little bit more time to dissect that. So we've got just a couple positions left in the position battles. want to thank all of our guests, Curtis Crabtree of KJR Radio out of Seattle, for joining us to talk a little Seahawks. want to thank George Wallace of WTOP for talking some Nats and some Skins. Coming up tomorrow on the show, we will talk San Francisco 49ers for our opponent preview. We will also do another position battle. Maybe we'll do offensive line tomorrow. It gives Andrew a chance to catch up with some of them after the practice uh, this afternoon. We will also, hopefully, between 1.30 and 2 tomorrow, we'll have JMU running back Khalid Abdul alive out of uh, Giants training camp. I'm sure Bob and and Greg will give you more updates on what's going on with Sterling Shepard out in uh, New York camp as well throughout the day. Thanks to Mitchell. Thanks to Henny for all his hard work. You've been listening to ESPN 950, 102.7 FM. You are listening to live exclusive coverage from Washington Redskins training camp on ESPN 950 and 102.7 FM. Are you empowered? If not, it's easy to get yourself empowered so you can do more and do it faster with a Bobcat M-Series loader from Bobcat of Richmond and Ashland. Bobcat of Richmond and Ashland invites you to check out the M-Series features that let you do more work with one machine. Features like stronger hydraulics, a bigger, more comfortable cab, greater operator comfort, and all-around superior performance. So get empowered with a Bobcat M-Series loader. Stop by your authorized Bobcat dealership, Bobcat of Richmond and Ashland. Visit BobcatofRichmond.com or call them at 752-4999. Redskins fans, be part of Redskins training camp in Richmond, Virginia. For the fifth straight year, the Burgundy and Gold will train at the state-of-the-art Bon Secours Redskins training center, and you can be on the sideline to watch practice in person. Get started Thursday, July 27th. There are 23 open practices and admission is free. Go to Redskins.com, click on the training camp tab for all the info. Schedules, parking, 23 open practices July 27th through August 13th. Redskins.com has the details. We'll see you in Richmond for Redskins Training Camp 2017. City Dogs is the proud sponsor of Sportphone with Big Al. Live from Washington Redskins Training Camp. Heard daily from 9 a.m. to 12 noon. This is Big Al. I'm sitting here with the barbecue baron of the boulevard and West Broad, and that's Buzz from Buzz and Ned's Real Barbecue. Tell us, if you would, what you've learned from traveling around. Lots of technique, and that's always important. That's why you travel, and that's why you look at styles and and, and, uh, pits, and and it only took uh, 20 years to get going. You've even researched barbecue recipes back 150 years? Some of the recipes that we use... Mm -hmm. Uh, go back 150 years. You know, barbecue is barbecue. It's uh, if it's made with wood or charcoal, it's real barbecue. They were doing that during the caveman era. It's just different styles and different equipment and different methods began to be used by, especially in different states. Mm-hmm. You'll see a big difference in the way things are cooked yeah. and the sauces that they use. It's an interesting thing, and, and then you have to develop something that's yours. That's what we've done. Two locations in town, as you know, 1119 North Boulevard, 8205 West Broad Street for Buzz and Ned's Real Barbecue. 
I'm Jay Farner, CEO of Quicken Loans. Every day people ask me, Jay, did I miss out? Have the rates gone up? The answer is no. Rates are still low, and it's a perfect time to refinance your home, especially if your mortgage rate is higher than four and a quarter percent. If you'd like to lower your interest rate and save thousands of dollars in interest without starting over on a new 30-year loan, a Quicken Loans mortgage is what you're looking for. With our exclusive mortgage, you can choose a term that works best for you.